the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Sally Sherman for AM860. The answer. And I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. I got Joe sitting in for Ken this morning. How you doing, buddy? Actually, Joe's just wandering around. I'm here. But yeah, he... I'm, I'm here, but, you know, Ken, Ken's very much at the helm. I'm just here kind of helping him out. Oh, I thought he said you were at home, and I thought you were there, and he's messing with me. Okay, we got Ken and Joe. <laughs> All right, it's a double hitter. Okay, Ken. Well, I'm glad you're there, buddy. Well, it's nice to be here. How you feeling? I, I'm Well, other than my allergies acting up, I'm feeling pretty good. Bill and I got out and started reassembling the, uh, the the sign for can care in front of the clinic yesterday. So we had to go rent a bucket lift at uh, Home Depot and a magnetic drill. If you've never used a magnetic drill, folks, it's pretty pretty interesting. It's about 60, 70 pounds, and you can put it right on the metal and dial up the magnetic field, and it'll hang right on vertically on a pole so you can drill a hole straight. It's pretty neat. That's cool, though. Yeah, it's it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I had to run all the way over to the fairgrounds in Tampa from St. Pete, which is what thirty forty minutes, to pick it up at the uh, at the uh, rental store over there. That was the only one I could find that had one, and we we couldn't drill the holes accurately without it. So we got that. So we're doing good there. <clears throat> you always amaze me, Doc, at what you do physically. I know. I don't know how I'm doing it. And, uh, you know, two weeks ago, I had to take a whole day off because my neck was hurting so bad. And I don't even know what I did because I wasn't that active that day. Yesterday, <laughs> a lot more active. And uh, I, I still feel pretty good. My neck's a little stiff. For those of you who don't know, who are just joining the show, uh, I broke my neck back in 81 and had a fusion. No cord damage, but I've got some peripheral nerve damage in my right shoulder and arm. And, uh, of course, as is not uncommon with a fusion, you rupture disc above the level of the fusion over time, especially if you're an overactive uh, teenager like me, 72 going on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh there, Doc. <laughs> well, I don't know how I'm doing it, you know. I Neither was, do I. You're just an amazing guy. I, you know, I'm climbing up and down scaffolding and up in a bucket lift with where we we took that we flew that damn thing up in a bucket. Uh, we set it on the bucket lift. Have you seen one of those bucket lifts? Oh Ken? sure, yeah, yeah. And so we're holding on to it. We strapped it down. We got it up there and unstrapped it. And of course, the thing's tottering back and forth. And we're trying to maneuver. And you move the bucket, and the bucket shakes. <laughs> but we got it on. We got it on. All right, the Doc's got a new sign. It's it's really beautiful too. It's really. It's, well, I'll drive by sometime over the weekend. You'll see it when you come down for your fifth COVID uh, booster. <laughs> That's right. Do you want to get? Into, do we want to get into that? Do you want to talk about Thanksgiving? You had a interesting Thanksgiving, I guess. Oh yeah, you know, I ordered. Uh, I decided that we would just get a catered meal because we've been busy with other things like the sign and patients and and so on and so forth. So I ordered a catered meal from a local caterer, which was excellent. Uh, it's called a Fresh Connection. I'll give her a a little 
shout out there. She's near the Tyrone Mall in St. Petersburg. Uh, not that that will help those of you outside of the area, but if you're in the area, it's uh, it's really a great place. Good food. At any rate, so they had one that was a family of four. What order? So I ordered it. And then the column next to it said number. So I put down four. Well, I got there, and guess what? <laughs> I had 16 meals. <laughs> you ordered four fours. I got four times four. Now the wife wasn't happy. Oh, she was pitching a fit. Oh, my God, you waste so <laughs> much money. I'm like, well, but it was, you know, 250 bucks. We'll eat it over time. We can give some of it away. Hey, my it, wife spends that much on groceries for a holiday. <laughs> no, it's the people spend. I, you know, I'm like, come on, this isn't that big of a deal. <clears throat> but as usual, I was a bad boy. That's okay. She she said she loved me last night after two glasses of wine, so I felt better. <laughs> well, stick, stick it in the freezer, and you got Christmas all set. Yeah, you got Christmas, you got uh, Easter, you got everything. So <laughs> Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have known I had pizza for Thanksgiving. We still have seven pies left, so I froze them. Yeah, absolutely, it'll last, sure. That'll last forever. You know, anything that's greater than 50% sugar uh has a hard time uh, allowing anything to grow on it. So when you get to 50, 60% uh, sugar in a solution, bacteria won't grow. Uh, not many fungi will grow. And uh, as you know, Ken, sugar and honey can last thousands of years without spoiling because nothing will grow on it. They have found honey from 2,000 years ago. It's just as good as it, as if it were today. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. I know you can put uh, chocolate in the freezer, and it'll be just as good when it thaws out. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I was at a party last night and listening to people speaking of food. Uh, one uh, one of the uh, gentlemen there was a chiropractor, and he had gone to speak to a group of vegetarians, and he said he was a second generation vegetarian. Uh, he eat cows eat vegetables, and he eats cows. So he- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to use that. I like that so much. I'm going to use it from now on. Well, not my original. I stole it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Second generation vegetarian. I like that. And, and you know, the, the thing is, Ken, he, I mean, he's a chiropractor, so he doesn't know all that I know. But he said, well, you know, vegetarians aren't that healthy. I said, well, if they, if they're vegetarians, they are because they're ovo lacto or lacto vegetarians. They get uh, animal protein, and of course, if you're a vegan, you don't get animal protein, and which means you may not get all the essential amino acids, uh, and the absorbability of it goes down as you go from animal to plant. We're set up to absorb more animal amino acids than we are plant amino acids. Those are the building blocks of proteins. By the way, the the uh, COVID spike is made out of uh, proteins and amino acids. So, any rate, so we're talking about that and i said well you know cheese milk dairy products uh, eggs they they have animal protein he said i didn't know that so they come from animals you know? <laughs> they come from a cow yeah so. and chickens that's about it yeah of course protein is the highest in muscle because muscle is mostly protein with some connective tissue and a little fat and of course the leaner the the, the meat the more protein you get and that's the best protein for humans uh, because it is like ours and the amino acids are easily absorbed. So at any rate, that's that. But if you, if you want to be a vegetarian, 
I'd say, fine, be a vegetarian, eat some cheese, uh, drink some milk, yogurt. Uh, of course, the amount of protein you get is smaller, but your body will adapt and become more efficient at, at absorbing it over time. Well, I think I'll stick with the meat, but thanks, Doc. Thanks for the advice. Hey, that's good. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a vegetarian, not not for health reasons, but more for personal, you know, being raised a Catholic, uh, that, that self-denial, uh, that, <laughs> you know, to remind yourself that you've probably sinned during your life and you're going to have to make up for it somehow. So I'll leave the little animals alone. Well, you get a lot of practice on Fridays. So. Yes. No, actually, you, can, you can eat meat now on Fridays, right, for the Catholic Church? Yeah, I mean, you can do everything. They have Except during meat. Lent, I think, yeah. I sit down, and it's like a counseling session. Uh, everything's in, in English or in whatever language you speak in your home country. I kind of miss the Latin. I'm, I'm, too, I'm too young for the Latin Mass. I think it started, they, they switched right after I really got into you know, church. Yeah, well, I was an altar boy, so I learned a little a little Latin. I was, anyway. an altar, I was an altar boy for one weekend. And then they kicked you out? What Pretty you much, do? yeah. I, I fell asleep during the Mass. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> no, that it wasn't good. <laughs> I'll like that. <laughs> like a 6 o'clock Mass on Sunday. Come on. <laughs> so I lasted about a week doing that, yeah. Oh, my. Well, at any rate, at least you gave it a shot. That's right, exactly. I made my mom happy that I tried, I guess. So. Well, we broke into the wine and, and uh, unconsecrated host <laughs> cabinet and the and the sacristy. Uh, then that was the end of our of our altar boy. I think career. that's how they mostly all end. Yeah, we we lost our privileges to get into yeah. church. Must <laughs> came in the front door. <laughs> oh well, what are you gonna do? Well, what are we gonna do about this uh, new variant that I'm reading about? It's out of South Africa. Yeah, the Omicron, it's uh, out of Botswana. By the way, uh, we've got enough employees back now that we can send a mug or two out. So the first caller who can tell me where Botswana is in Africa will get a mug. 877-969-8600, 877-969-8600, a Dr. Bill Radio MD mug. So Botswana is in South Africa. I won't tell you the exact location. It's a small country, about 2.25 million people. Um, it's actually gone from one of the poorest countries on the planet to one of the most affluent countries in Africa. I think it's fourth or fifth economically, and their their uh, economy is based on mining, cattle, and tourism. And, of course, if you have an animal-based industry, uh, you may have an opportunity to come in contact with some viruses that you might not otherwise. Unfortunately, they have a very low vaccination rate, as is true in most of sub-Saharan Africa, you know, it's like seven, eight percent. And we see a lot of uh, really egregious viruses coming out of that region. Uh, remember the Ebola virus? Uh, of course, Fauci said it was going to kill the whole world. And I looked at it and studied it and said, it's not going to do anything in the United States. And it didn't. We didn't have one death from Ebola in the United States. That's that's a treatable disease. Uh, if you have the, the proper set up for it, Ken. You need fluids, you need antibiotics, you need blood products, you need isolation, you need supportive care. And of course, if you're living in the in the bush in sub-Saharan Africa, you're not going to have any of that. So if you get it, you're probably going to die <clears throat> from the dehydration because it's a diarrhea uh, virus. So at any rate, Botswana, interestingly, Botswana is considered to be the cradle of 
modern human civilization all over the world. So the first great diaspora out of Africa started in Botswana uh, about 200,000 years ago. The Kalahari Desert occupies most of the country, and that's why you can uh, count on mining and, and grazing to be the, the, the main parts of the economy. So they built themselves up, but they haven't vaccinated. And by the way, they have the highest HIV rate in uh, Africa, and that's, that's not something that you would want to brag about, but the good thing is, is they're communicating closely with each other. So we're uh, hopeful that they can resolve some of these issues. Obviously, they need to ramp up their, their health care industry, and, and that's probably been low on the list, being a somewhat third-world country that's now morphed into an upper-middle-class country. It takes time. So this Omicron uh, variant came out of Botswana, probably into South Africa, and then um, came through the airports and is spread around the world already. So there are cases reported in Germany, Great Britain, uh, Australia. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if there were one or two in China, but we don't know yet. The Chinese are fighting another Delta outbreak in one of their cities, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. So the Omicron seems to be more infectious. We don't know if it's any deadlier uh, than uh, the regular virus or the Delta variant. <clears throat> and we've had a little kick up in Delta virus in our own neighborhood, but we're still doing pretty good here in Florida. Uh, because we have such a high vaccination rate for the 65 and over, our death rate and our hospitalization rates have been pretty low, Ken. And that speaks well to vaccines. Now, will the vaccine have to be changed for this, possibly? We don't know. Uh, we're going to have to see, but uh, the uh, mRNA manufacturers, Moderna and Pfizer, say that they can probably come out with a new vaccine within 60 days, which is pretty incredible. Thank you, Donald Trump. Uh, he's the one who, along with some of the other world leaders, said, we're doing this and we're not waiting for FDA approval. We're getting this made and we're going to use it. And as you know, this came out of uh, the, the whole except for the killed uh, viruses that are being used in China and India, this whole vaccination program came out of the Jenner Institute at Oxford in England. They isolated that little snippet of messenger RNA, which encodes for the spike protein, and that's what the mRNA vaccines are made from directly, and indirectly the adenovirus, the live attenuated weakened viruses have been uh, genetically manipulated to stick out those little spike proteins on their surface because we spliced in that little piece of RNA into their genetic material and then reproduced them. And so they don't infect you, but they do stimulate an immune response as they float through your body. So all this has come out of, thank you, Donald Trump, the uh, warp speed vaccination program that introduced the mRNA snippet into the pharmaceutical community and uh, Pfizer and Moderna took it from there and, and other companies like J&J &J and AstraZeneca uh, took it too, but they took it through the live attenuated virus. And this is the, the, AstraZeneca, the, uh, the uh, Pfizer and Moderna are just the mRNA, just a snippet, a small snippet of, 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 a, of a piece of genetic material, a little you know, just a little piece of chemical that gets into your 
uh, white blood cells called dendritic cells, and they unwrap that, and then they start mass producing the spike protein, sticking it out on their membrane and calling in the T and B lymphocytes to pick it up. And the T and B lymphocytes then proceed to uh, memorize it. So you have uh, a small group of T lymphocytes that act as the, the computer hard drive, so to speak. They carry that memory, and then they divide in T uh, killer cells. The killer cells go out and actually uh, look for the virus or anything that has to do with the virus and attack it and eat it. And, and then the B lymphocytes, they make the, the actual antibody to the virus, which is then uh, uh, recognized by macrophages, big eaters, big white cells, macro, big, phage, eater, big eaters that go around and eat up anything that has that, um, that antibody attached to it. And that's how that works. So the, the, the thing is here, Ken, is get the vaccine if you haven't gotten it. Get the booster if you haven't gotten your booster yet, if you're ready for it. I mean, if it's only been three months since your second shot, uh, you can wait a little longer. You should be okay. Now, I heard some misinformation from a healthcare worker at the party last night, and she said the Pfizer was a much better vaccine because people had less reaction to it. I said, well, yeah, you know, it's 30 micrograms of the mRNA and the uh, Moderna is 100 micrograms, so you're going to get a lot more reaction. But uh, You have less protection then, don't you? Well, the, the thing is, is we're seeing the, the antibody levels drop faster in people who had the Pfizer. So we're telling people, and the wife said we're not getting any more Moderna, because you can give half a dose of the Pfizer, and it's just like giving, you know, it's, it's like it's the same as giving a Moderna booster a, a little bit more. you got 20 micrograms more. And for me, I would rather be sick for a couple of days and know that I'm making antibodies than not have any reaction at all. So, yeah, I would say that the Moderna, it's, it's also easier to store, Ken, so we can keep that in our office. So Pfizer, we have to have a minus 80 uh, degree freezer, which is a pain in the butt and uses a lot of electricity. And then somebody accidentally unplugs it and you've got two, you know, you've got a thousand doses that are gone to, you know, that are no good anymore. So we're just sticking with the Moderna from now on, but it's the exact same as the Pfizer. For the booster, we'll just give you a half dose, and that's as, as good as it's going to get. You're not going to do any better than that. So we see this uh, this virus coming out of Botswana, small nation of two, two and a quarter million people, that is doing fairly well. Uh, now China, however, is having a surge in the Delta virus in Dalian City. Dalian City is, uh, is in the peninsula between... Korea and mainland China. So if you drew a line from Seoul, South Korea over to Beijing, you'd probably go right through Dalian City. And uh, this is a fairly big city and they've got an outbreak and so they're they're locking down the city. Now, do the lockdowns work? I don't know. You know, if you look at the spread of the virus uh, in New York and California and other areas that had these real strict lockdowns, it looks like it was the same as everywhere else, Ken. I mean, how are you going to stop this? Uh, a lot of countries have banned travel from South Africa, including ours, including the United States and Great Britain and Israel. Israel had a case of the uh, of the Omicron virus that they uh, captured two people coming back from South Africa. And a lot of Jews had actually emigrated to South Africa and then went back to Israel after the uh, uh, the uh, 
revolution or the civil war, whatever you want to call it, where the uh, the Dutch-led government, the, the the Dutch South Africans, the Boers, B-O-E-R-S, uh, lost power to the uh, the black uh, leaders, and so that was a, a message for for a lot of Jews to get out. And a lot of them came to the United States. Some went to Israel. So they, but some stayed, and there's still families there, and they go back and forth just like anything else. And there's also trade. You know, you've got the diamond business. You've got uh, the trade between Israel and South Africa that has to do with with uh, nuclear materials because the South Africans do a little mining of that, and the uh, the South Africans have helped the Israelis with their nuclear program, and they've got about a hundred nuclear weapons. <laughs> you don't want to be mean to them. No, you don't. No, no, you don't want to pick on the Israelis. Leave them alone. Let them be. So the the Dalian outbreak, uh, the Chinese, they say there were 32 new domestically transmitted infections with confirmed symptoms. And of course, the Omicron virus, uh, these are being genetically fingerprinted to see what they are, because we want to know if they're regular, they're Delta, they're Omicron. And we don't know yet if the vaccine is going to hold up against them. But as I said, with the Delta virus, I think the higher the levels, the better off you are. And those who have had their booster shot, if they do get it, they probably don't even know they have it. If you've had two shots or if you've had the J&J and you get the Delta virus, you're probably going to be sick for four to five, six, seven days. But we haven't seen any real uh, rise in death rates or hospitalizations in people who were vaccinated who caught the Delta virus. So uh, I say once again, get the vaccine. Of course, we have it at the office at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. We also have the rapid test. Uh, if you're going to get on an airplane and you you got to have a antigen test, we can do that. And we might even, uh, if you need it, we might even lie for you and say it wasn't, uh, you know, an NAAT or. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done that for a couple of our Canadian patients because this the, the the studies show that the rapid uh, antigen test that we're using is just as accurate as the. NAAT test, which is uh, a test of the amino acids uh, in the um, the nucleic acids, rather, in the uh, in, inside of the COVID virus, the genetic material. So, <clears throat> I don't have a problem ethically doing that uh, because I think that they're they're equally uh, accurate. And so, and especially the way I do it, which is going to make you cry and gag you because I stick the probe all the way back to your nasopharynx, which is... Ouch! Yes, it's the, your throat behind your nose. Ouch, Doc! Both sides. Oh, man! Hey, I don't want you to not feel you didn't get your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got this new Omicron, and you say, why Omicron? Well... They're using the Greek alphabet, okay, and they've already gone through alpha, beta, gamma. Delta seemed to be uh, egregious, so that's why we got the delta. I think they jumped over mu or mu. I don't know if they did or not. I think think we had a mu for a while. I think we had a mu, but now we're up to Omicron. Now, if we get to uh, omega, which is the last letter of the Greek alphabet, then what are we going to do? Oh, my God. We'll have to have Alpha One or Alpha Prime. Hey, that sounds pretty cool, Alpha Prime. Let's just hope we don't have to get there, Doc. Well, I hope not. But, uh, you know, the, the concern is, is will this cause our 
uh, beloved uh, dictator Joe Biden to shut down the border between the United States and Canada, that's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt Florida more than anybody, but it's going to hurt the South East and the Southwest. By the way, the Southwest is having uh, Southern California and Arizona. They're having one of the biggest surges in the Delta virus right now. Uh, they're one of the most infected areas. So, <clears throat> and we're one of the, Florida's one of the least infected. What do you think of that, Ken? Um, I don't, I don't understand why it would be like that. It's just a matter of took time to travel that far. It takes time, and, and, you know, you can't stop human travel. You look at, at Botswana and the Kalahari Desert and humans uh, populating that region 200,000 years ago, and then, uh, you know, within decades, they had populated most of southern Africa, had started working their way up the Nile, and, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 years ago, we had a diaspora out of Africa that tracked all along the Indian Ocean and came down into the... Uh, subcontinent into India, crossed over at that time when the ocean levels were lower and the, the archipelago actually connected uh, Australia with the subcontinent, with the Indian subcontinent, and they got over to Australia and then out to Pacifica. Can you believe that? 50,000 years ago, man. You could walk from <laughs> Australia could... to South Africa. Yeah, I'm sure at low tide you could probably paddle your way across a few areas. And, and of course, you know fathers and sons are going to fight. So uh, yeah. some are going to say, I'm leaving and I'm going somewhere else. I'll start my own harem or whatever they did back then. And uh, mothers and daughters typically fight, but they stay together more often. So that's how humans spread. Of course, if you were a young guy and you were on your way out the door, you wanted to grab a chick to go with you. So. <laughs> Well, they say they say that the reason there are people in North America is because they walked over from Asia. They walked over from Asia, and they're they're nobody's native to the United States or to the Americas, as far as we can tell. Everybody's an immigrant. Some came, you know, ten, fifteen thousand years earlier than others, but they're still immigrants. And I wish we'd get over this Native American nonsense. Uh, you know what, Ken? It just drives me nuts when I hear people. Do, and I've argued with quote quote Native Americans and. You know, I told you we were out on the Olympic Peninsula out in Seattle, and there's there's coastal tribes that still have um, their own reservations. And so we went out and, uh, you know, looked at some of the native, quote, quote, Native American art. And, and so I started arguing with one of the women there, and she said, no, the great white father brought us out of the dirt on this continent. And I said, look at my wife. She looks like your sister. <laughs> You're identical twins. You know, you could you came from Korea 15,000 years earlier than she did. Yeah, they just walked over into Alaska. Walked over. And, and you know, they, they think it was maybe 15 people that populated all of North America and South America. Can you believe that? I, you know, I do. People had nothing to do, so they, uh... And they, you know... <laughs> it's right. Bridge. Hey, let's go over there and see what's over there. Hey, let's, hey, Doc, what do you say we see what's in the news? Hey, let's do it. I'm looking forward to the news. I'm Dr. Bill. I'm With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. A security guard has died after he was shot while protecting a San Francisco Bay Area TV news crew yesterday. 
KRON-TV says the station is devastated by the loss of Kevin Nishida. The former cop was an armed guard who provided security for many reporters in the region. He was shot in the stomach during an attempted robbery of KRON-TV's camera equipment while the crew was covering smash-and-grab operations in the area. Residents of Washington State preparing for possible flooding as what are called atmospheric rivers once again threaten parts of the northwest, which saw heavy damage from extreme weather earlier this month. And authorities have arrested a 26-year-old man who apparently stowed away in the landing gear compartment of American Airlines flight from Guatemala to Miami. It happened yesterday. This is SRN News. I am Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser. Doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi. 727-577-2220. 727-577-2220. This is an important message. Do you have an IRA, 401k, or retirement account worth more than $100,000? Your portfolio may qualify for an IRS tax loophole that allows you to own physical, precious metals inside of your retirement account. Want our free report that shows you how? We are WealthProtectionResearch.com, and we help investors connect with the top precious metal companies in America to own physical gold and silver inside their retirement account using this little-known but very powerful IRS loophole. To claim your free IRS loophole report today, just text the word GOLD to 48542. WealthProtectionResearch.com wants to get this information in your hands now so that you can protect your hard-earned investments. Text G-O-L-D to 48542 to learn more. When you text the word GOLD to 48542, we'll send you a secure link to download our IRS loophole report to show you how to start protecting your wealth with precious metals. Don't wait. Text the word GOLD to 48542 now. Wealth Protection Research. Text GOLD to 48542. Imagine doing one thing that gave you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. I'm Dinesh D'Souza, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour in November of 2022. 
You'll gain first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps and touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Book this tour today. Call 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. AM 860, The Answer. Online at theanswertampa.com. Odyssey. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Your basic mix of clouds and sun today. Great weather for getting back home, if that's what you're up to. Today's high 70. Overcast tonight, low 55. Then sunny to partly cloudy tomorrow. Monday's high, also 70. Clear skies tomorrow night, low 49. Tuesday, expect plenty of sun with a high of 73. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Sally Sherman for AM860. The answer. Dr. Bill got Ken by my side. You're, are you there, buddy? I am. You know it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I a minute, because I thought you went home to get your dealy boppers. No, I would never leave you hanging out here all by yourself, Doc. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so we've been talking about uh, the, the Omicron variant, and, and now did you see what the stock market did last week? Yeah, it collapsed a little bit there. It went down what seven eight hundred points. I don't know. If it was it's down a thousand at one point on Thursday, I think, or Friday. And now we've got the the economic hawks and doves. They're back at it. The doves want to uh, quantitatively ease money, and because they think there's going to be another lockdown, and the the hawks are saying, no, you got to raise interest rates, and you got to start buying your, you know, getting money back in, and you got to start fighting inflation, and you do that by raising interest rates. Yeah, and so the and there's an inflation uh, cycle throughout the world. Uh, uh, what's going to happen? We're not sure, but uh, it it could morph into stagflation if we're not careful. So, the uh, the inflation surges uh, in Europe have stimulated the economic and uh, the European economic banks there uh, to start tightening up a little bit. And of course, we're buying back money now and trying to get money out of circulation. And as I've explained before, you sell and buy treasury bills. Basically, that's how you uh, get money out there and get it back in. And uh, this is this is going all around the world, and, and this is a big deal right now and a big debate among economists because of the question of whether the Omicron virus is going to uh, – prompt further lockdowns and economic restrictions. And when I say economic restrictions, I mean decrease in trade because of decrease in international and and domestic travel and uh, uh, jobs and so on and so forth. You know, anytime you you shut down uh, a border, you're shutting down an economy to a certain degree, Ken, because it's like the Canadians, if they can't come down here, Florida counts on, uh, uh, you know, a a huge amount. I mean, uh, 10% 10% of the Canadian population comes to Florida every year. So that's, what, 33, or what 35 million? So that's 3.5 million people. I had no and, idea it was that high. Yeah, and a lot of them stay for extended periods of time, you know, three, four months, some six months. And they spend a lot of money. They buy real estate. They rent homes. Uh, they um, require health care. Uh, there's travel insurance that they purchase that stimulates economies. Uh, there's grocery shopping. I mean, you know, everything that you and I do, they do. Gas, cars, and uh, 
And so this is a big part of, re, of our economy. And Florida is very dependent upon the tourist industry. Uh, and if we stop travel from around the world, that's 100 million people that come to Florida every year that's going to be significantly impacted. Yeah, you'll feel that. You'll feel that one, yeah. A hundred million tourists visit Florida every year. That is amazing. No wonder the roads are packed. <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it just it blows my mind. It blows my mind. And you think about it, but Ocala, not Ocala, but Orlando and Disney World in that area is one of the most visited places on Earth. Hard to believe. And one of the happiest places on Earth, from what I hear, at least um, at one park. Well, we would hope. Uh, I don't know if they're if they're that happy at SeaWorld now that Shamu's been retired. What's he doing anyway? I'm not sure what a retired whale does. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a you put a horse out to stud? I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Is where do you yeah. where do you keep a retired whale? I don't know. What do you do? remember that movie where the kids kidnap that whale and let him go? That do you remember that movie? I can't remember the name. Vaguely, yes. Willie or something like that. Save Willie or something like that. Willie. I don't know. Maybe some uh, teenagers will go down there with, uh, <laughs> with an oversized flatbed and pick him up. Haul <laughs> him to the coast. Bring a crane with you. That's right. And he'll be like, hey, what are you doing? I want to leave. I got, are you kidding? I got all the women I want. I get fed every day. The water's clear. I'm king so, of the pond. That's right. Yeah, you know. So Germany's having problems. Uh, their their inflation is going up, and and well, the whole world, you know, uh, strong November unemployment uh, employment report here in the United States might bolster the uh, the hawks in raising interest rates because the hawks will say, well, look, the economy is recovering. Come on, come on, and you know, Ken, uh, if you continue to have inflation, if you have six percent inflation and you have six percent wage increase. Uh, six minus six. What's that equal? Six minus six is zero. That's right. And so that's what that's the growth you have in reality. Right. Even if you have six percent growth, if you have six percent inflation, your your ability to purchase is neutral. <laughs> that's right. If you got a six percent raise, forget it. It's just been eaten up by inflation. That's right. So jobless benefit claims in the United States are dropping uh, rapidly, and uh, there's still a bunch of jobs out there. Uh, there's over half a million jobs. Did you know that? I know they're everywhere. I know. You just look at look around. You see signs everywhere. Help wanted. Help wanted. And finally, we've got uh, back uh, a full complement of employees at our office, but I tell you, it was tough finding people. I mean, you can find people that are not competent, uh, because the wage scale is high enough that they'll say, well, I'll fake it for that. <laughs> and they do for a while. And then we say, you know what? You don't seem to be able to add and subtract and, and read. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> checking patients in and out. <laughs> at any rate. We're just going to have to learn to live with this and stay open at the same time, aren't we? That's what we've been doing. You know, people have said. But as well, a world, as a planet. Oh, as a planet, yeah. As a planet, we're going to have to do it. It's not going anywhere. It doesn't look like it. Oh, we'll get there. Hey, listen, there's, what, 7 billion of us now? About, yeah. As a kid, we we were saying, oh, we'll never get never get there. You know, we had 
what, three billion when I was born, two, three billion. And we were all worried in the 60s uh, about the population boom explosion and people not being able to feed themselves. And now we've got two and a half times that many people and everybody's fat. Yeah. <laughs> all over the world, wherever you go, you see people, they're all well nourished. We just got back from Europe, as you know, and I didn't see anybody starving. Only in North Korea do I hear about stories like that these days. North Korea. I don't see them starving in China. And we were there a few years ago. South Korea is booming. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, actually South Korea is becoming a world power. They they kind of downplay it because they're caught between, they're a shrimp between two whales. Well, actually three now. China, Japan, and the United States. And they've got... Uh, an unfriendly little brother on the northern border who wants to come down there and beat him up. Boy, I'd hate to have to grow up in, in, in Korea during this era. I mean, you'd be afraid that the North Koreans would come down at any time and disrupt your whole way of life, destroy your city and your infrastructure. So th they've got a real problem there, but they continue to grow. I mean, Ken, they have the market on appliances, electronics. They've got a big chunk of the car market. Uh, they, I mean, those people, you know, they're for 60, 70 million people. They're cranking it out, baby. They're cranking it out. We're investing, uh, at least American companies are investing pretty good there. Well, you they're know, in they, Vietnam, too. Well, yeah, well, Vietnam's still got a long ways to go. You know, their vaccination rate's still under 10%. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, they don't have any infrastructure there. Um, and, and we are doing, or at least businesses, in the United States are trying to do their part to help and to also keep our costs down for goods. And I'm thankful, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that China made blue jeans cheap for us for decades. Uh, you can go out to Sam's Club, you can still get a pair of jeans for 20 bucks. That's amazing, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing to me. <clears throat> but maybe so, it's time to shift out of China, though. I, don't, I, I just don't feel comfortable with everybody making everything in China. No, you don't want one country to have a monopoly on manufacturing because if you get into a, a tiff with them, they'll say, well, make your own antibiotics. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> 90% of our antibiotics are coming from China and India. Yeah, that's not, that's not good, Doc. That's not good, no. And uh, you say, well, why don't we shift over to India? Well, as I explained on the show a few weeks ago, India still has a lot of regulatory problems. There's still a lot of corruption uh, there's there's just a lot of roadblocks to setting up in India. The stability doesn't seem to be there just yet. Now they're getting there. They're getting there. And the world's largest democracy is lumbering along. But you know democracies, Ken. They're, they, it's not like having a dictatorship where they just say, all right, you can't do that anymore, and we're shutting you down. One of my friends was in China a decade or two ago, and uh, – he went to a market uh, where they were selling watches and T-shirts and all that, and everybody was going crazy trying to get rid of their products, saying, you know, half price, take it all. And he said, what's the problem? He said, at midnight, they're closing us down. He went back the next day, and the military had come in and had removed every single thing. Wow. <laughs> no <laughs> tables, no stalls, no booths. Oh, man. It was all gone overnight. Midnight, yeah. get out. And that's it. And they came in and dismantled the whole place by morning. Hey, you know, we could build a few plants here, by yeah, the way. We could. And uh, there's absolutely no reason why we can't do it, uh, except for our government and their 
nonsensical regulatory interference in our our personal way of life, Ken, which I don't like. And, uh, you know, I was grateful for Donald Trump and his regime and, and dismantling a lot of these stupid regulations. But now here come the Democrats and they're putting them back in. And you know, the, what is this green nonsense anyway? I mean, come on. We keep talking about this and we're not there yet. We are but, not ready to give up the automobile and gasoline. No. We're nowhere near it. Although I did put $100 down on a new Ford F-150 electric, the Lightning, and I'm going to get one, by God. And it looks like a pretty good deal. But how long is it? can you run it with on, on electric? 300 miles. So that's, what, four or five hours on the road. All right. And, well, there better be a charging station at the end of that. Well, you ha- you just have to plan it, and they have maps out now that has the location of all the charging stations if you want to go uh, on a trip. You know, you can do it on Google now and on uh, uh, Waze and some of these other programs. And also some of the electric car companies like Tesla, they have it for you. If you buy a Tesla, they supply you that as part of the software in your in your onboard computer. <clears throat> so you can look it up and, and you can get across the United States easily now. Now, you may have to stop every five or six hours for an hour, but you, you should do that anyway. Well, I don't know. I'm just, um, I, I worry about the price of electricity. Well, when we're all driving electric cars and we're all cooking on electric stoves and heating our houses with electric heat because, you know, the oil and is just not good. We can't make it anymore. So what happens to the price of electricity? It's a commodity, too. Well, it's going to go up. There's no doubt about it. But if, if we can get this nuclear fusion going, and by the way, the South Koreans are, are getting closer uh, and I, there was another lab that actually produced a mi- minute amount of energy uh, in a fusion reactor. Uh, but, you know, you have to first figure out how to do it, and then you have to build the reactor around it. But the technology is getting better, Ken. You know, you have to create uh, hollow containers to do the fusion in, and for that you need uh, the kind of material you need to do it with. You have to have a 3D printer, and finally we've got 3D printers that can print solid objects which is pretty cool, and, and they can print a hollow solid, solid object, which is hard for us to do uh, conventionally, but with a 3D printer, you can do it. And as we get more materials incorporated into the 3D printing uh, cycle, it, you know, it starts off as a powder, basically. Uh, you have to figure out how to, how to atomize the, the product that you want to use to, to, to make something. So if you want to make something out of steel, you have to you have to crush the steel down or the iron. You have to crush it down to powder or you can't use it. But it's it's a fascinating thing to see, and we are getting there. I think, we, they, have a, I think they have one of those printers up on the International Space Station in case they need spare parts. They can actually make them there. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. And uh, <clears throat> meanwhile, Turkey's struggling because Erdogan is uh, – He's a, a dove on the, the economy, so he's trying to keep the interest rates lower, cutting them down, and the, uh, the lira, which is their dollar, plunged 15% last week, and it may partially recover. But And then with the threat of shutdowns, the Mexican president said, this, this is stupid. They didn't work. All you do is destroy economies. And uh, it, it, I sort of agree with him. I, I think that... Uh, if you over-restrict 
mean, why can't you go to work and wear a mask, for goodness sake? Well, I was going to ask you, is the mask still the best weapon? Oh, the masks are wonderful. And one of the doctors said, well, the cloth masks don't work. I said, yeah, they do. And I've read the research and I've done all of this, as you know, over the past two years. Uh, the, the, it has to be a real tight weave, cotton, uh, two-ply, and that will work. And you can use a surgical mask. The, the, the cotton ply, the two-ply cotton are about 80% effective in keeping out viruses. Actually, you're not keeping out the virus. You're keeping out the droplets of snot that the viruses float on. Viruses don't float free in the atmosphere. That's craziness. They couldn't. So they have to attach to something. When you sneeze or cough heavily, then you can make microparticles of, of sputum that will float in the air for a while. But a mask is pretty good at preventing those from getting out, is it not? Well, the, the surgical mask, if you put that, if you clamp it down over your nose, that will keep out about 90%, and the N95s will keep out 95%. Uh, but even more importantly, if you cough or sneeze, if you have it over your nose, you're going to block your uh, micro droplets from spreading all over the place. So if you're carrying the virus and you cough or sneeze, Ken, you're, you're going to spread it around. In, end of discussion. And how do you pe- keep people from traveling anyway? They're going to find a way. Yeah. They're going to find a way. You know, they're coming from they're coming from Africa into South America, <laughs> not the peninsula. I mean, up the isthmus into the United States, for God's sakes. How are you going to keep them out? You can't. That's just it. We should stop trying. You know, humans travel. How are you going to keep the the Koreans from coming across the land peninsula? The Siberian uh, land peninsula 50,000 years ago or 20,000 years ago, you can't. First of all, there were no border patrol then. And secondly, people are going to do what they want. Not everybody's going to obey. And you look at the highly restricted areas like New York and California, they had the same number of cases, the same surges. They had everything we had in Florida. And we were much less restricted. You know, and I think our economy down here rebounded a little faster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And so you see the world really struggling with this and not knowing what to do. And and you look at Turkey where they're trying to or the the dictator president is trying to uh, lower interest rates at a time when there's an inflationary cycle. And the lira is the lowest it's been in, in 10, 15 years there in value. So that that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And the seven day COVID rate in the United States per hundred thousand is 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 really uh not all that bad. We're not overwhelmed at the hospital. A few places are, are pretty pretty high risk. Uh you know, New Mexico, which is by the way, a democratic state, and I'm sure they've had pretty tight restrictions there. They have one of the highest rates now. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan those are supposed to be some of the uh, liberal states. That, well, I don't know about Wisconsin, but certainly Minnesota is. And uh, this is spilling over into the Dakotas. And, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to stop people from traveling? It's, it's tough to do. I mean, look, you can't station uh, state troopers at every border, state border, and stop people from driving across, Ken. They're going to go where they want to go and do what they want to do. We're just going to have to live with this thing. Take your shots and get your boosters when they call for them, and you should probably be fine, I would think. And, and we have to support uh, the ongoing research to, to make more medication. Uh, 
uh, that will treat the virus, and it looks like uh, some of the companies are coming up with some antiviral drugs to treat it. Uh, it'll push, you know, it's, this, it's like war. War pushes technology, and you say war is a horrible thing. Yes and no. It's a horrible thing to lose one of your kids in battle. It's a horrible thing to have your city shelled. Those are horrible things, you know. There's no doubt about it. But look at the other side of it. Look at the technology that comes out of wars that save uh, 10 to 100 times uh, more people uh, than what are lost in war. I mean, look at World War II. What came out of it? Antibiotics, uh, more vaccination research, uh, more fluid and electrolyte uh, understanding, uh, more transfusion understanding, better understanding of the ABO blood groups. I mean, it just pushed everything. And the technology pushed And so the, the virus is going to do the same if we don't all get killed by it, which I don't think we will. <laughs> I hope most, not. No. Most of us are surviving, if we even if we get it, right, Ken? I mean, yeah. it's the death rate is so minute. It's just so widely spread. That's the problem is even though it's not that uh, it doesn't make you that sick for the most part, it, it makes there's so many people that have it that even if it's one percent death rate, it's a huge number of people worldwide. And if it's a five percent hospitalization rate, oh, my gosh, you know, that's going to overwhelm the the the, uh, the health care system. We can't. Uh, we can't handle that. And then on the other side of the coin, you got people protesting about the vaccinations. You know, Martinique and Guadeloupe, you know where that is? Um, uh, yeah, down in the Caribbean. Yeah, in the French Caribbean. And uh, they speak French. And I guess they were protesting last week and looting shops and burning and crashing through barricades because the government said you got to get vaccinated. So they're all hot about that. Okay. I mean, it was a good opportunity to loot, too. I mean, well, sure. <laughs> I want to pass that up. And I keep looking at that Best Buy up here. Get a I, shot, get a free color TV. Hey, come on. You know, the, the Best Buy up here hadn't been hit. So yeah. I'm looking at that closely, <laughs> waiting for riots to break out in St. Petersburg. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Don't, don't go there. Okay, no, we won't do that. <laughs> don't riot. Come get your vaccine. At my office, we've got it, 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. We're in St. Pete. And we take all comers. And by the way, the Canadians are asking me, can I get a second dose or a third dose in the United States? I said, sure. They said, will, you, will your government pay for it? And I said, if you don't have a Social Security number, they're probably not going to pay for it. I'm still there. And Ken, I'm get out of here. Can you hear me? If you're Canadian or a foreigner. I think you got a loose wire there, Doc. And I love you, and I'm out of here. See okay, you later, buddy. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. 
Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at CanCareClinic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.